like to talk today a little bit about what it takes to be an entrepreneur and why it really matters. This is something that I'm very passionate about and I talk to people wherever I can, university students, um, people at school, friends, family, about the importance of being an entrepreneur. So if you think about it, at the very heart of it, every single job that's ever been created can be linked back to some entrepreneur somewhere starting a business. And these people are the ones taking crazy amounts of risk where you know they're putting all their money on the line, they've got a family, they're the ones who put it all out there. And sure, many of them are successful, but there are some that fail too. I think that we're actually far too risk averse in this modern world. And we're our minds actually tuned to stay far away from risk. And I think it goes back to the caveman days when you know risk was actually highly consequential. If you took some risk, for example, you went outside the cave to go and see what the noise was in the middle of the night, uh, the consequences of you being wrong about what it is could result in death. You could be eaten by a lion, and that was the end of you. Whereas in the modern world, risk is completely different. If, if we open a business and the business doesn't succeed, right, um, we just dust ourselves off and we go and start another business. And frankly, nobody wants to see a business fail, but some of the best entrepreneurs out there have had many businesses that have not succeeded. And so I think we haven't got the balance right with risk. We're not tuned to the right kind of risk. And so we need to adjust that when we think about being an entrepreneur. Think about Elon Musk. Think about how much of a risk taker Elon Musk is. I mean, I'm sure some, many of you have watched the documentary of when Elon Musk got down to a point, I think it was in 2011 with Tesla, when the Model S was not released yet. It was ordered and they were waiting to ship the product, but they weren't ready yet and they ran out of money. And he took his remaining $10 million uh, to pay an extra week's worth of salaries so that he could keep things going uh, just before um, the, the models were about to ship. So, you know, there was his last remaining reserve nest egg, and he said, I'm putting it all in there to make sure. And frankly, he has taken enormous gambles, and they've paid off. And without these enormous gambles, society won't change. If we're all too conservative and we stay the way we are, we're not going to make these great leaps forward. What I have noticed in 30 years of being in business is that entrepreneurship is actually coming down into companies. You don't have to run your own business to be an entrepreneur. And the way that businesses are organizing themselves are actually more like teams of people that act as separate companies inside these greater companies. And I don't know if you know about the small teams that, that are at Amazon. They say that a team shouldn't be bigger than what it takes two pizzas to feed. And the way that these teams um, work is that businesses are trusting their employees and allowing them to make mistakes. And they're giving them the ability to make the decisions they need to make in order to do their job. And frankly, if they make mistakes, they learn from their mistakes. That autonomy is what is growing many of these best businesses. And you can cite companies you know, like Google and, and uh, Amazon as examples. So Let's just ask ourselves a question then. If entrepreneurship is not just about you know, opening businesses, if we can do that in our own jobs, what can we all do to be more entrepreneurial? If you're a manager, for example, what are you doing to allow your people to make mistakes? You, know, you need to think about having a no-blame culture. If somebody makes a mistake, we all jump in to try and help fix the mistake, but we don't point fingers. Sure, if the mistake happens multiple times and somebody's not learning from their mistake, 
that's not good. But ultimately, uh, you want people to make mistakes. Uh, sometimes a poor decision is better than no decision at all. Uh, frankly, you, in your own job, you need to take more risk, more calculated risk. I keep talking to myself every single day about Geotab not taking enough risk. And frankly, if you're looking to open a business one day and you are trying to find things to do, businesses have thousands of problems, thousands of things that they would pay money for to, that some company could help fix. And that is something that you can find by just being in society, just operating. You will find something that is compelling and that you will be able to start a business to do. What I also realized a long time ago, being an engineer, is I always thought that you know, producing a product and solving you know, a technical problem was the be-all and end-all. And frankly, I have learned that more than 50% of the world revolves around sales and marketing. You can have the best products in the world and people don't know about your products and that doesn't help. So understanding that as an entre entrepreneur is also critically important. Caring about the customer, putting yourself in the customer's shoes always, thinking about how would they see things, thinking about their problems is absolutely critical to being successful. You also need to be analytical. You need to be able to use data, data-driven. You need to be able to make sure you have all the facts in order to make decisions. One of the things that I always talk about being an entrepreneur is about having vision. And vision is about being able to set a goal for yourself, that an aspirational goal that says in 10 years time, if I continue to be the best I can be, I am going to be world dominating at a particular field. The one thing that I always caution, and this is where you've got to mix the practical in with the visionary, is you have to think about rungs along a ladder. So you want to get to the top of your ladder. You want to be top of the world. You're going to climb right up to that ladder. But if certain rungs along that way are missing, if you can't get to where you are today, wanting to start your business, and then when your business grows a little bit to get a certain point, that there is no way for you to get it from that point to the next rung on the ladder where as you grow the business, then you're going to fail. If those rungs are missing, you cannot ever reach your goal. And so the important part is making sure you have a path. It can be a little bit windy. There's no way you're going to be able to go straight up the ladder that you want, straight up. You're going to have to go a little bit to the side and around. You're going to have to do things that you wouldn't ideally do if you had your vision in mind. But that's being practical. We have to make money. We have to have those rungs in place so that we can climb up there. The other thing that's important is as an entrepreneur and a leader, you need to think about EQ. It's not just about IQ all the time. It's frankly about EQ, making sure that you feel, making sure that you understand the needs of your people, making sure that when you're in a meeting, that you know when somebody's annoyed with something that you've said, when you can see their reaction, their interest in something that you're doing. That's also something that, you know, frankly, I had to learn from a young age. Um, didn't have those set of skills. Uh, you need to be able to develop that. And I'll just end off with a, a little bit of an anecdote. The reason I became an entrepreneur, I am the least risk-taking person you will meet. I don't gamble, don't take a lot of risk. But we were three boys in a household born in three years, highly competitive. Everything was a competition. How quickly you could bath, how quickly you could eat your food, everything. And I remember that mom said to me, my brother was always, my younger brother, always was making money. He had a paper route. He would go and uh, start a little business on the side. And he had plenty of money. And he always offered to, to lend me money, which of course I declined. Um, but mom, remember her saying, saying, Neil, you know, you may get good marks at school, 
Uh, but at the end of the day, your brother's the entrepreneur. He is going to make more money than you one day. Not that I care about money, but it's the competition. So it was a case of, okay, I'm not going to let that happen. And that was the little nudge that I needed when I left university to actually go into to open my own business. Everybody needs a little nudge. You'll, every one of you has a little nudge that you need to, to kind of help you over that. And so I urge you to think about that because I'm telling you right now that all of you can be an entrepreneur, an amazing entrepreneur, or at very least, if you don't want to go and start your own business, take that set of skills, take that risk-taking, that analytics, that thinking about sales and marketing, that IQ versus EQ, and, and apply it in your own business. Make sure that your team that works for you is empowered to take risk. They're allowed to make mistakes. And I promise you that you will be more successful. Thank you.